to another great episode of The Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Brian, where they talk bourbon and, of course, drink bourbon. Grab yourself a pour, kick back, and enjoy another trip down the bourbon road. It's never too early to start planning your trip to the Bourbon Trail for 2023. We hope you'll join the Bourbon Road crew as we pull out all the stops this year at Bourbon on the Banks. So mark your calendars for October 6th and 7th, and we'll plan on seeing you in Frankfort, Kentucky. Be sure to listen in during the halftime break for all the details on Bourbon on the Banks. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Bourbon Road Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Shannon, and today we are broadcasting from Cumming, Georgia. And uh, I've got a great fella in the house. Well, actually, I'm in his house today. We're at Legends Distillery, Spirits USA, out of Cummings, Georgia. Uh, You've heard them on a previous podcast. I think we had their 115 uh, weeded bourbon on couple of years ago in 2021 we had them on the show a few months maybe a month or two later but we wanted to revisit these guys we wanted to take a trip and travel to the distillery and today i have on the show mike gerard mike welcome to the bourbon road jim thank you for having me it's a pleasure yeah it's great to be here you've laid out four whiskeys for us today now uh these are all bourbon expressions but you guys have actually quite a bit more than that in your uh, portfolio what all do you have? We have a total of seven bourbons, ranging from 87 up to the full barrel proof, 122, 123, uh, an award-winning vodka, and our new Highway 19 gin. All right, so we, we can't get to all of those in one show, so we've picked out the four we think interest our listeners. We are the Bourbon Road, so we're going to have some bourbons today. Do you make a rye? We do indeed. In fact, we're going to start with our uh, Legends Heritage Series High Rye Bourbon. Okay, so this is the High Rye Bourbon. So we're going to get straight to the whiskey today. We're going to have a High Rye Bourbon. And why don't you tell us a little bit about this one? Because this is in our glass right now. Yes, this has just been released. It's under our new Heritage Series. Uh, So 100 High Rye, it's 21% rye. It is from MGP. We're 100% on our labels. We say distilled in Indiana. We've got nothing to hide about where we get our liquid. Uh, Our claim to fame is our technology. So your technology is what you do to the whiskey before it goes into the bottle. That's correct. So is it a finishing process? Is it a purifying process? It's both a finishing and purifying, but nothing can take away from bourbon laying on oak. So it's not an aging process. It's just a pure purifying and finishing. Okay. Well, let's get straight to this whiskey. Let's go ahead and drink it and taste it and talk about it a little bit, and then we'll get to that purifying process here in a minute. Cheers. Sounds like a plan. Cheers. It's got a nice bourbon nose on it. It's a little bit uh, spicy, at the same time sweet. It's very traditional. Cin- I would say center lane. Very much so. Yeah. But it, with no real burn on the throat, but you still get that beautiful Georgia hug. Yeah, Georgia hug. I haven't heard that in a while, so mm. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's got a nice color to it. This this is uh, now. What's the age on this? This is a three and a half, just coming up to four years now. Just coming up to four. Okay, yeah. it's got a nice uh, deep amber color, almost a 
almost a copper color. And the proof again? Uh, it's a 100 proof. 100 proof. Yeah, we believe that the, the bourbon drinkers now are more mature, so they've gone away from the 80s and 90s, and we believe the 100 is where a good bourbon should be for day-to-day consumption. How long have you been producing a high rye bourbon? Uh, we've been producing it off and on since we opened the doors uh, three days before COVID hit back in 2020. Tell our listeners a little bit about coming Georgia, because inevitably, some of them are going to come visit you down here, and they're going to pop in and say, I heard about you on the Bourbon Road. We would love to have them. Yeah. What can they expect in coming Georgia? This is red dirt roads, right? That's right. It's it's the gateway to the the mountains out of Atlanta, the wine country, uh, where really the waterfront of Atlanta, Lake Lanier, is just nearby. Uh, It's a beautiful community, and uh, it's and the council is very pro small business, so that's one of the reasons why we came here. So this is uh, not. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is about thirty to forty minutes north east of Atlanta. Yes, and thirty to forty minutes is totally reliant on peak hour traffic. Traffic, yeah, of course, of course, because Atlanta traffic can be a bit oppressive sometimes. Atlanta's on its way to being the new LA when it comes to traffic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I've been there just a few times and we we're passing through actually. And it was awful nice of you to host us today. We really appreciate you opening your doors for us and sharing your whiskey with us. It's a privilege to have you, Jim. I like the little bit of it's a little bit of rye bite, but you're right. It doesn't really I'm not feeling the hug so much a little bit a but little not bit. too much yeah. so a lot of times when we have uh like sweet mash whiskeys you'll you'll be absent that hug just a little bit but the sour mash will give you a little bit of that hug this reminds me a lot of a sweet mash high rye whiskey sweet mellow but still with a little bit of a bite it does have a yeah. little bit of a bite it uh it kind of sits on the back of the palate though um, it it has a nice refreshing up front. I think this for me would be um, kind of a year round whiskey. It would be nice in the colder weather because of that little bit of rye bite that it's got. But at the same time, it's got that refreshing note up front. I think it would be great in summer months as well. Well, we try to produce bourbons that are good for drinking year round. You know, once the bottle's uh, been opened, from my philosophy, let's finish it. What's the name of this expression again? This is the Legends uh, Heritage Series High Rye. High Rye. And people can find this on the retail shelves. What price point do you have on it? Uh, around the $45 mark. Okay. Fair enough. Now, your bottles are beautiful. I think all your uh, whiskey bottles now are kind of the same design. Uh, the labeling's good. The bottles are nice. Uh, and the fill level's really good on them. I like oh, that. Thank you so much. When did it come to your mind to start a whiskey distillery? And I hear a little bit of an accent there. So you've 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 got to be from somewhere. Well, as it says on all of our bottles, it's a hundred percent American owned, some with accents. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm originally from Australia, lived in England and came over to uh, Atlanta, Georgia back in nineteen ninety two. In ninety two. Well, we actually have a pretty decent following in Australia, so some of your uh, old pals back there may be uh maybe listen to this. Well, if you are to my friends in Australia, I hope you are starting to learn Chinese. <laughs> Is that so? <laughs> so what what caused you to, and you, you arrived in 1992, some years later you started a distillery. What caused you to, what, what caused you to think to do this? Well, I came over in 92 to open up uh, Georgia's first microbrewery, uh, Marfa'sville Brewing Company. And uh, the Olympics basically um, 
put a dent in us that we couldn't recover from. So uh, we closed down and my wife and I opened up uh, the brew house cafe in Little Five Points and became a number one international soccer bar in the Southeast of America. Wow. Fantastic. Mm. So that somehow led to. Well, back in in the late nineties, early two thousands, all of the spirits were um, foreign, absolute. You know, a lot of Canadian and, and uh, Irish whiskeys coming in. The Scotch was flooded, and I thought, well, as a new American, I thought, well, we're Americans. We can outdo everybody else, and that started me on the journey of finding a technology that would set us apart. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that technology. People have tried many ways to improve the aging process of whiskey, but that's not you. Yeah, I think that's the wrong way. We're not trying to uh, reestablish what is a tradition that has worked for two, hundreds of years. I mean, our technology is more of a, a filtration and purification, and we've proven it um, to the point of we're winning major awards against some of the best bourbons in the world. Well, we first, you guys first popped up on our radar back in May of 2021. And honestly, at this point, I can't remember if you sent us a bottle or somebody in the area down here got a hand, got their hands on it and sent it to us. But we got our hands on your two-year-old 115 weeded bourbon back then. Yes. And this was May of 2021. And uh, my co-host and I tasted it and looked at each other and said, oh, my God, this is like really, really good. And we wrote up a review on it. We did a podcast episode on it. It was one of our early, uh, what we call our Craft Distillery Monday episodes we did on it. And I think it was episode 167. So, folks, dial back in the episodes there. I think you'll go back and find this. Listen to our tasting notes on it. I think we were pretty much taken by surprise that this could even be two years old. Uh, It was such a smooth drinker. It had such a great flavor profile. Anyway, we posted our review on it. The notes are out there. Folks, go check it out. But that puts you on our radar. And I think it was about a month later, Fred Bennett got a bottle. And uh, he thought you guys were fantastic. Well, Fred's been a scholar and a gentleman and has helped us out. And, uh, you know, we've entered the Ascot Awards with numerous of our products. And and uh, thankfully, we've won some of their, his top awards. Yeah. So that tells you something, <laughs> right? I mean, you were on to something. Well, that wasn't the first time we've entered. Bef- back in uh, 2020, I released our uh, Legends 100 series, which was a two-year-old MGP product again. And I entered the SIPs. And I put it in the 10 years or younger bourbon. Mm-hmm. We won the double platinum best in class for 10 years and younger with our two-year-old 100. So we knew the technology worked. So there's a lot of distilleries out there that do procure their mm. their whiskey from MGP. Yeah. And through blending and additional aging or barrel finishing mm. or whatever it is, they're able to achieve some awards. Yeah. You didn't do all that. You simply applied your technology to it. That's correct. But now we're we're now a we've got you know a hundred plus barrels that we're aging, and we're buying more barrels from different uh, distilleries around the country now. But at the time, you set yourself apart through your technology. Yes, and we will continue to do so. Sure. Yeah. So all your products, it doesn't matter whether they're whiskeys or clear spirits, they all go through your purification process. We call it quantum purity. So can you explain that a little bit? So that our listeners will understand what quantum purity is. Because a lot of times 
bourbon drinkers are like, I like non-chill filtered, right? So you're not chill filtering. No. No, this is something altogether different. No, we believe chill filtering really destroys the, the taste profile of what you're trying to achieve in a bourbon. Yeah. Uh, our, our quantum purity is not an aging. Obviously, the tradition of aging bourbon really adds the riches, richness to the bourbon. Yeah. What we're trying to do is reduce the congeners, the toxins in the alcohol, and we have achieved this through quantum purity. It's basically a seven-stage process that we reduce the alcohol to a molecule structure and put it back together with 50 to 70% of a congeners reduced while keeping enough of the fusel oils and that to retain the full taste profile that we're trying to achieve. Right. And that's why it took us 10 years of research and development. Now, most distilleries reduce those to a point through being very careful about when they make their cuts off the still, right? right? But it's a it's kind of a a gradual process, right? I mean, you got to make a line somewhere. You got to draw your line in the sand when you're mm -hmm. making your cuts. And there's always going to be a little bit that gets through. And you guys are taking that little bit out. Uh, the bad stuff, the methanol. The yes. I mean, we're definitely taking that out through the technology. Yeah. Which is patented, by the way. And, you know, methanol, for example, wood alcohol, whatever you want to call it, is something that causes headaches. And it's it, it gives you hangovers, right? Very much so. So would you say that um, your product has less likelihood of giving hangovers or headaches? It's very, I believe, and I, this is trying to be legally so I don't get sued too much. I believe 98.5% of the human race, if they drink our products responsibly, will never suffer from a hangover. Now, if you're drinking vodka in an energy drink, our vodka is the equivalent of 40 to 60 times distilled through this technology. But if you add a product with taurine in it, all bets are off. Yeah, taurine. So this would be like monster energy. Or well, I'm not going to mention brands, but I... Okay, but I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so these these are the energy drinks that are out the, there. The Red Bulls of the world, basically. Red Bulls and, yeah. and uh, rock stars yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Well, it's basically you, you're mixing an upper and a downer together. So... Yeah. yeah, Outlook is never good. Yeah. Well, some people drink those and they like them. <laughs> oh, yes. But we, we Until like, the next morning, usually. We like sipping whiskey. Yeah. Well, our tagline is take back the morning. Yeah. And we believe uh, if you drink what we believe is the purest alcohol known to the human race, uh, your body will thank you for it after 10 or 20 years of being drinking. Well, I have to admit, this show is not about vodka. But mm. before we started, you were kind enough to pour my wife and I a vodka. And we tasted it side by side with Tito's. And I'm going to mention Tito's because I can do that. And uh, night and day, absolute night and day. Um, I'm not a huge vodka drinker. And I would imagine that a lot of our listeners are probably not either. But it, it makes a point. The point is, is that that vodka that you gave me was so clean and so pure and so free from uh, astringency or, or anything like that. It was just a wonderful, nice, clean pour. My wife drank it and said, I, I would never have drank vodka straight before, but I could drink this straight. Thank you. That's a big difference. You know, it's huge. Huge difference. So that same process is being applied to your whiskeys as well. All, all our alcohol brands that uh, we're releasing a tequila later in the year will go through our technology. I mean, that is our claim to fame is our technology. All right. Okay, so what do we have in our next glass? 
Our next glass, uh, we're very proud to release our first eight-year-old uh, bourbon. This is our Legends Heritage Series small batch eight-year-old bourbon. Eight-year-old bourbon. So mm. that's kind of the sweet spot, right? We always mm. hear that, you know, that eight to 12-year range is that saddle, you know, that sweet spot for for bourbons where they reach that uh, level of maturity that sets them apart from, I hate to say it, younger whiskeys. I don't really consider a six-year-old whiskey a younger whiskey, but some people do. But that eight to 12 is kind of that happy place. Well, I mean, an eight-year-old, the wood has really done all it can do to smooth out the bourbon. Yeah. I believe anything past eight-year-old is more about marketing than the actual taste profile of the bourbon. But with an eight-year-old smooth bourbon plus our technology, Jim, have a taste and tell me what you think. Oh, I'm going to do it. Oh, my goodness. Toffee, butterscotch. Um, not so much sweet caramel, but kind of more of a um, a darkened caramel. Vanilla has kind of waned off a little bit. Still full-bodied. Still full-bodied. Now, what's the mash bill on this? This is uh, 95% corn. Okay, so this is a, a high, high corn. corn. Yes. Yeah. Which is surprising. Most people who taste it won't pick up on that high corn rate. You know, I, I do get a little bit of this um, chocolate graham cracker. Right in the back of the throat. Yeah, right yes. in the back. Yes. So the wood has done a job on it, no doubt about it. No, we're very proud of it. In fact, we're entering it into the competitions this year. In fact, we've sent all our products off. Uh, being an Australian American, or now an American Australian, I've sent it off to the uh, to the London International because to me, let let's fly the American flag over in England as well. There you go. There you go. So, what category will this uh, compete in? Uh, uh, small batch, a year uh, under ten year old. Okay, yeah. small batch under ten. Um, I mean, back in 2021, when we had you guys on the show, this would have been uh, June of 2021. Mm. Uh, you had accumulated 27 awards already on your whiskey. Where are you at now? Uh, around 44. 44. Yeah. So you're still piling them on. Well, we're, we're having to be selective because obviously cash flow is everything to a small startup and, and the competitions are quite expensive. So we try and pick the best of the best in the country. And uh, as we get bigger, obviously, we'll broaden our approaches to what competitions we go into. So what kind of changes have been taking place in your operation over the last, let's just say, three years that have, you know, addressed the issues with capacity and, and how far you can distribute and those kind of things? Well, after 10 years of research and development, I signed a lease on a 20,000 square foot building, signed with some distributors, and three days later, COVID hit. Yeah. And then the distributors turn around and says, we're not launching any new products through COVID. So mentally, I've written off 2020 and 2021 from, from a financial point Didn't of view. Didn't exist. Didn't exist. <laughs> uh, last year, we hit what I thought we would hit in our first year. So we're still a loss, but growing. Yeah. Uh, we're budgeting this year to go from the red to the black, and I hopefully never look back. Yeah. Well, so. that's good. It's good to hear. I'm glad you were able to stick it out and make mm. it through that tough period. A lot of people didn't. No, a lot of people didn't. A lot of my friends didn't. But uh, so you're in this facility here. It's quite a grand facility. Mm. We managed to take a tour with you before we started the episode. And, Thank you. And uh, you got a lot of space here. Yes. There's a lot of room to grow. It, there is indeed. 
and uh, and you plan to grow. Well, to that point, we're launching in uh, Chattanooga uh, next month, uh-huh. and uh, we're successful with a hand family of companies. And quite honestly, I love dealing with family-run distributors. It's a different mentality. Uh, and if we're successful, they're going to take us system-wide, which is across Tennessee, Kentucky, and uh, Illinois. And I'm very much looking forward to going to uh, Kentucky. Yeah. Well, we'd love to have you there for sure. But you you happen to be in a state that is the gateway to Florida, which means that uh, all of our listeners who are going to manage their way to Florida this year have an opportunity to drive through here. And you have at least for when I gathered from the website, over a thousand outlets with your whiskey here in the state of Georgia. That's correct. I mean, both our distributors in Georgia, Atlanta Beverage and Northeast Sales have been doing a great job for us. And uh, we've got good uh, distribution throughout Georgia. That's fantastic. Well, I have to say, this is this is a nice whiskey. I, I think that non-whiskey drinkers would tend to gravitate towards your whiskey just a little bit because you've taken a little bit of the bite out of it. It's a little bit more approachable. It's a little bit more sessionable. Well, my wife was a big Jameson drinker. Okay. So she loves the High Rye Heritage 100. Uh, Full body, but not that, as you say, that bite is gone. Yeah, yeah. In fact, we lost um, with the Ascots with our two-year-old Wheated uh, we were in the final for best of show, and uh, it was two judges each, and the fifth judge went with Stag Jr. because she likes the boat. So I won't say what I was uh, yelling at her on the TV, but um, you know, have you have you a big? If you like the big bites, maybe our bourbons aren't for you. But if you like to drink smooth, beautiful bourbons, give us a try. Well, I mean, variety is the spice of life. And, you know, everybody has that profile that they like. Some people like weeded bourbons because they're soft up front, a little bit sweeter. And some people like the rise because they bite them on the back end a little bit and give them that mm. spicy. But that's why we have variety. That's why you produce however many expressions you have. And you, that's why you have a high rye and a weeded, right? Because right. you're trying to address the fact that people have different palates. Very much so. And, you know, this year with our four-year-old weeded, we're very much looking forward to seeing what we can do against the best of the best. Well, we've got two more whiskeys to get to in the mm. second half. Uh, I have to say that both of these have been delightful. Well, thank you so and, much, And uh, I hope our roadies get a chance to try them you know we we do a number of events every year and when we do we have we we always set up a roadie bar a roadie bar is uh so our let's just call them our, our fans of the show they'll attend events and they'll come to our, our our tent and they'll belly up to the bourbon roadie bar and that's where we have all the pours of the whiskeys we've had on the show throughout the year and they get to actually try them and that's uh, they're going to love this. They're going to love it a lot. Well, to all the roadies, just mention Jim's name when you come in here, and the first uh, shot of bourbon is on the house. There you go. So please Fantastic. come on down to our tour facility. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get a few visitors Ooh. for sure. Well, Michael, it's been a pleasure this first half. I think we've got just a little more whiskey left in our glass. We're going to sit here and sip on this, take a short break. And when we come back, we have two more expressions of Legends Whiskey to get to. I look forward to presenting them to you.
as we mentioned earlier in the show, we hope you'll join us this fall on October 6th and 7th for Bourbon on the Banks. The festival itself is from 2 to 6 p.m. on October the 7th, and you can pick those tickets up at bourbononthebanks.org for $65. They also have an early access ticket for $75. It'll get you in an hour early and definitely get you access to some special pours. But if you always like that VIP access, this year they're bringing in the VIP access tickets. We'll give you access to their VIP tent and all the great things that go along with that for $175. Be sure to check out bourbononthebanks.org. They'll get all the details on this year's event. back from the break we did finish off that that 95 it's a 95 five right 95 yep. corn five percent malted barley that's correct fantastic whiskey really really good uh, and that's 100 proof too 100 proof yes. and what can they find that bottle for uh that's around the because the bourbon barrels were so expensive that's around the 60 dollar mark 60 dollar mark okay yep. but now we are revisiting history we we're, are indeed i'm not going to say we're going back in time because Two years ago, well, not even two years ago, a year and a half ago when we had this mm. on the show, it was a two-year-old weeded bourbon. Now it's a four-year-old weeded bourbon. That's correct. And this is your 115 weeded bourbon. Correct. Our double platinum award-winning It's got so bourbon. many awards, you can't mm. put hang tags on it because you wouldn't see the bottle. That's correct. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm excited to try it now. Well, please, you tell me what you think. You gave us a, a big push when it was two-year-old. Now try it now that it's a four-year-old. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Wow. That is, I mean, it's just so soft, non-opposing up front. It just rolls right back on the palate without any impression at all. Just a nice, sweet, soft taste up front. It sits on the mid palate a little bit. It gives you that caramel wash with a little bit of vanilla. But the barrel's a lot more present now, I think it was. It is. I believe it needed a little bit more oak to be fully rounded, and the four-year-old gives it that. But, you know, I've always said that younger whiskeys bring something to the table that the more aged whiskeys can't offer, and that's those younger notes. That are sometimes so. A lot of times, people will say, "Hey, I, I'm getting those young notes in that whiskey," and some of the young notes, I agree, are off-putting, but some of them are pretty awesome. And sometimes the oak overpowers what the young notes do bring to a right. bourbon. So it's it's finding that balance. It's finding that nice balance. Now, your two-year-old weeded bourbon that underwent your purification process was phenomenal, obviously, because. It was off the charts for us. It was off the charts for Fred. You got Ascot Awards. You got who knows how many double platinum awards for it. At four years old, it's a little more full-bodied. It's got a little bit more of an oak presence on it. Now, if you're a waiter, I think you would really enjoy this this one. Yeah. I mean, personally, I'm a spicy guy, right? I like spicy whiskeys. But this has got, it's got that barrel spice on it. 
Maybe Which, like, if you like the spice, you wait till you taste our single barrel. I, I'm looking forward to it. I did. I am. But this is good. This is really, really good. This is definitely a step up from your two year, but it's um, it's different. So if you have had their two year weeded bourbon or one fifteen weeded bourbon, uh, you would have had something that was just off the charts smooth and soft and sweet and just nice this is a little bit more um it's got a little bit of gray in its beard how's that that's is that a good way to say I like it? it yes yeah it knows where it's been and it knows where it's going mm-hmm. it does it's really good and that's one of the things entering competitions do if you read the tasting notes from uh, judges, it gives you a roadmap of where to go next. Yeah. And that's where not only about the medals when you enter, it's about the feedback from these guys that have the palate. So competitions for you aren't just about the reward. It's about the feedback. Very much so. I mean, you can tell if you're going down the right track or not. Yeah. You know, so um, – but yes, it's also nice to win those big awards. Well, let me ask you about your personal palate, what mm. you like to drink. I mean, a good distiller or a good owner of a bourbon brand doesn't just drink his own whiskey, he drinks other people's whiskeys as well. I, I, because I'm a, I wouldn't say a heavy drinker, but I am an American Australian, so I do drink a lot. I'm at the point where I just don't like hangovers anymore, so I really don't drink too many others. I taste a lot of bourbons to see what's coming yeah. out in the marketplace, but yeah. if I'm uh, sitting down with a couple of mates to do a session, I know I have to get up early in the morning to come back to work, so I kind of stick to legends. Yeah. Well, you have to you have to venture out and taste other people's oh, you whiskey, definitely have otherwise to. you get that yeah. tunnel vision, right? I mean, there's a lot of – I mean, the blue, there's some blue note bourbons that are coming Love out blue of note. beautiful. I mean, Wonderful. Well, they've done – Balconies out of Texas were doing some good jobs. Yep. You know, so, I mean, there's a lot of up and coming. I try and Kate stay away from the cartels, uh, but the young uh, distillers around, around the country, I mean, we're producing some fantastic yeah. stuff around the country right now. Well, I'm going to have to introduce you to our friends up at uh, Lawrenceburg Bourbon Company in Kentucky. So he's an Aussie as well. We just mm-hmm. had him on the show a couple of weeks back, and uh, he's uh, he's new in the business. His business card says wannabe distiller. Oh, we have a lot in common. So <laughs> uh, now, do you know if he's from Sydney or Melbourne? I think he's from Sydney. Oh, even better because yeah. you know, Melbourne and Sydney is the north and the south. Yeah. And so much so that we picked uh, farmland in the middle of the two cities and we made a camera. It's perfect. It's like Washington, D.C. You put all the, I was about to say something beginning with A in one city so they don't interrupt the rest of the country. Yeah, so, it, you know, we did a tasting of his whiskeys, and he, he's done – so he's brand new. He just did a a release of three separate bourbons, and then he did a rye release, and we did a show with him. And we sat down and had some Vegemite. So there you go. Oh, that's my <laughs> breakfast a lot of times. So, yeah. yes. Yeah, I, I do like Vegemite. I enjoy it. Well, it's, it's pure vitamin B. So if you're a drinker, get into uh, Vegemite. Yeah. It's vegetable yeast. Yeah, yeah. You know, so the, he he explained where it came from. So he was a military man, a veteran, mm-hmm. a vet, and he explained that it was created for the troops, and that uh, Vegemite was something that was sent over to the troops in England. So, well, the shelf life is forever. Yeah, and uh, it gives you those vitamin B six and B twelve that you need. So let's talk a little bit about uh, 
your whiskeys and where people can find them. Because we know you're primarily situated in Georgia. Right. Uh, you distribute to about a thousand outlets in Georgia here. Correct. You can also find your products online. Uh, a little bit of Drizzly. Drizzly? Yeah. We uh, were with Spirit Hub, but that went uh, haywire a little bit. Yeah. Maybe I dropped the ball on that. Uh, next month, uh, obviously, Chattanooga. Uh, all going well. We've just signed a distribution agreement in the United Kingdom, and we're in negotiations to uh, uh, distribute in Korea. Well, fantastic. We believe uh, we can expand quicker overseas than we can in this country. Well, you've got a lot of fans here, yeah. so spread the wealth. Oh, yes. <laughs> we uh, – we love to have your whiskeys up in Kentucky. We know they're coming. We're, oh, yes. we're, we're excited to get them. But in the meantime, people can f- look. Half the United States goes to Florida every year, mm. and they go through Georgia. So when they're going through Georgia, they need to do two mm. things. First of all, they need to either pick up a bottle of your whiskey at some liquor store in Georgia, or two, they need to come over here to your distillery and get that free drink you talked about. Please do. And uh, follow us on uh, legends under, underscore spirits or our website is spiritsusa.com. And please bring a designated driver. We pour heavy. You do pour heavy. <laughs> All right. So I'm ready to move on to the next whiskey, the fourth and final whiskey of the day. What do we have? We're, we're going to be tasting ours award-winning single-barrel bourbon. Uh, this one we're tasting today is 123.08 proof. Now, I know all your whiskeys, not all of them, but many of your whiskeys have won awards. This one actually has a, a, a medal hanging around its neck. That was, uh, we we entered the Georgia competition. We won the the, uh, the gold, or I think that's a gold or platinum. Uh, yes, I mean, well, you like to push the local Georgia awards. Yeah. I mean, for the bourbon industry, probably doesn't mean much, but to win in our home state, uh, we were very proud. Awesome. So this is your single barrel. It is indeed. And what's the proof on this? 123. 100. Okay, so. This is basically out of the barrel, through our technology, into the bottle. Okay, and which bourbon is this? This is the high rye, or this is the weeded, this is the. This is basically a high rye. This is a high ripe bourbon yeah. at barrel proof. At barrel proof. Fantastic. Yeah. Cheers. Nothing added, just straight through. Oh, that's delightful. That's really good. We cranked up some of the uh, settings on this one. So for a full proof, not a full proof, a barrel proof bourbon, literally no burn on the back throat. Yeah. But full flavor. But the finish is like. Very nice, very nice finish on it. Very delightful, kind of a a soft and a little bit of anise, a little bit of a an orange peel. Well, I, I mean, personally, I would put out this single barrel against anybody's single barrel in the industry. So I'm very proud of it. It does not drink like, what did you say the proof was again? 123. It does not drink like 123 proof. Until you try and stand up. Yeah. I would I would call this out in the 100 to 110 range. Yeah. Not in the 123. No. Yeah. Again, that, that shows you the power of what our technology can do while not taking anything away from the flavor profile. Yeah, the oak is is very nice in that. Now, what's the age on this one? 
Uh, this is because it was under, just under four years when we, we had to say three years, but it's literally uh, three years, 11 months. Yeah. Well, you can you can specify in months, right? You can TTB label it months, right? Well, maybe I should have read that paragraph. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think you could say how many months. So you could say like 40 months mm-hmm. or something like that. But yeah. So the next ones we'll be releasing, it will be a four-year-old. Okay. That is a very nice single barrel whiskey. Now, how many different barrels did you have of this particular one? Uh, this one we we bottled up. Uh, a we bottle it individually, so we yeah. get different labels for each barrel. Um, we did uh, fifteen barrels. Fifteen barrels. I mean, okay. When we so, say when we do a small batch, we actually mean a small batch. We're, our small batch is five barrels. There's nothing wrong with. So if you do fifteen barrels at two hundred bottles a barrel. Yeah. That's 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 a lot of bottles. No, yeah. So well folks, if you're if you're traveling down I seventy five, if you're traveling down I ninety five, if you're uh if you're heading to Florida or other parts south and you're going through Georgia, I would highly recommend that you pick up a bottle of Legends whiskey. This single barrel and that one fifteen are at the top of my list. But I'll be honest with you, your two hundred proof versions there. Really good too, Jim. Thank you so much. So they they should stop in here. You've got a fantastic tasting room. How many people can you seat in here? Um, without the fire marshal to, uh, listening, uh, over a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Others, well, I th- I would think even if he was listening, this is a big place. Yeah. I would say you could get at least a hundred people in here. You got an outside seating area too. Yeah, it's designed. We had to have it outside because you need to have. I mean, there's no smoking inside, but we encourage people to have a bourbon cigar outside. Uh, family friendly. Bring your dogs. Keep your kids on a leash. Yeah. So, so you're thirty minutes plus outside of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. How many people do you get coming up here out of Atlanta to visit you guys? It's growing every year. I mean. Uh, you know, on good good nights, we'll have 100, 200 people come up. We do comedy once a month. We have live music uh, Friday, Saturdays, uh, jazz on Sunday starting spring. We're doing Battle of the Rock for charity this year. So there's plenty of things. Please check out our website for any, all those details, spiritsusa.com. And your social media accounts. You've got Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. I'm gray head, so I've got other people handling that, but it's legends underscore spirits. Please follow us uh, and spread the word. Okay, so Spirits USA and Legends, same one and the same. Spirits USA uh, is the overall umbrella company that owns the patent, and Legends of Georgia is our uh, as our trademarked uh, product line. So when somebody reads your bottle label and they see mm. Spirits USA on there, they know that that's you. That's me. And we're starting to do some white labels now, so that'll be distilled by Spirits USA. Fantastic. Well, I highly recommend everyone check you out. They definitely should. Uh, if they're traveling down through the state, they should pop in here if they if they can. You're about uh, 20 minutes off I-75? 20 maximum. Yeah, yeah, 20 minutes tops off I-75. If you're traveling down, you're going to Florida for uh, the family vacation, just Man, bring the kids here. They'll be fine. Just have, have a visit. And if you want to take back the morning, drink Legends. Yeah. So the idea here is, is that your purification process is removing those things that cause that morning hangover, that cause that headache, that cause that 
that bad part of the night you had before. Very much so. I mean, yeah. that's why uh, uh, I think our technology is, to me, it's the greatest advancement in distilling in over 200 years. Taking well, nothing away from the tr traditional methods because you need that oak interaction yeah. to make a true bourbon. Yeah, we've seen we've seen them try to shorten that process before, and it just doesn't work, does it? it? Really doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it's silly to try and even try it because that that's special. What the oak and the liquid does over the course of two to four or five years to me, six years is the primary time. Yeah, from our point of view. Well, Michael, it's been fantastic to have you on the show today. We really appreciate you uh, hosting us today, Jim. It's been a true pleasure. Sharing your whiskey with us, my goodness, four great expressions. I know Melanie and I would love to sit here all day and just drink uh, the gin. I, in fact, I think I'm going to have it a little bit of your gin before I go because I'm excellent. Gin's my other bourbon. Well, gin is the European tequila. Is it's it? A, it's a Viking drink. So, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you again for hosting us today. We had a great time. Uh, we can't wait for our listeners to try your whiskeys and uh, report back on what they think of them we already know that you guys have had a tremendous reception in the marketplace you certainly have had uh, a number of awards for the expressions you put out and uh, we hope all of our listeners can get a chance to try your products if you're passing through georgia definitely pick up a bottle of legends if you get a chance go to the distillery in coming georgia he's already said you guys get the first pour if you just say jim shannon sent me right that's correct, Jim. Just come on in and say, Jim, send me, and you'll have a beautiful pour of bourbon in front of you. All right. Well, you can find the Bourbon Road on all social media outlets. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. You can even find us on the Bourbon Roadies, our private Facebook group. We've got about 3,500 core followers there that just love what we do. Thank you so much. Listen every week to hear our episodes. They come out every Wednesday. We put out an episode and. uh we try to have a, a, a distillery on. We we have a musician on. We'll have a, a, a music artist or an author or a chef. We always have uh, some great content for you. Anybody who will drink whiskey is welcome on the show. We always have a great time. If you've got an idea for a show, if you've got a distiller in your hometown that's doing it right, you want to shine a little light on them, let us know about it. We'll uh, We'll be sure to get them on the show every week. Every Wednesday, you want to listen to us. In order to not miss it, make sure you hop onto that app you're listening to us on. Subscribe. Click that check sign, that plus sign, that uh, subscribe button, whatever it is, so that every week you'll get a notification that we've put out a new episode. We'd hate for you to miss one. But until then, we'll see you down the bourbon road.